how dare I to think that I'm not responsible for my parents' happiness? But that is absolutely true. You are not responsible for your parents' happiness and whatever decision or sacrifice they made, you are not responsible for them. And so if you truly want to help your parents and acknowledge their sacrifice, you need to start taking care of your own health and your own wealth. Once you embody your new identity of, yes, I'm someone who wants to create wealth, then you can give more to your parents, to your sister, to your brother without feeling like it's an obligation. Listening to the Say Hola Well podcast, a show dedicated to help stigmatize the idea of wanting more money. More money, more options for you and your family to become financially free. I am your host, Lucy King, Latina wealth coach on a mission to help you create generational wealth through entrepreneurship and stock market investing. In 2019, I left my dream job that looked amazing on paper because I was severely underpaid and overworked. Through that process of reinventing myself, I put myself back in school and I learned about investing and well-building by accident. I was also denied access to financial advice because I didn't have $100,000 to start investing. I was looking for a Latina wealth coach who was talking about money through a holistic lens, someone who I could relate to and I couldn't find her. So on this show, I'm going to teach you the strategies, the mindset, and everything I'm doing to be on track to make work optional by 45. If you are looking for a show that is talking about money and cultura, you have come to the right show. Hello, mujer. Welcome back to the Say Hola podcast. I hope you are having an amazing, amazing day full of love, health, and of course, wealth. Today, I want to talk to you about the importance of healing your money trauma so you can save your first 100K. But before I dive into the episode, I do want to make time to give a huge shout out to my amazing private clients that I'm currently coaching because for the month of June, we had amazing results and I want to share with you what those are. Let me pull up my phone because I don't have the notes right now, but I do want to share some of the amazing, audacious money moves that these mujeres are creating. So for the month of June, we were able to collectively invest Fast 38k. How fun is that, mujer? These are chicas that have been doubting themselves, that had been dealing with money trauma, money emotions, money anxiety. And now look at them. They are creating waves. Now, for the month of June, my clients were also able to pay 26K, almost 27. And for their sales and income increase, because I do coach mujeres on the importance of having multiple income streams, that was 26,500. And the clients were also able to save collectively 8,530. 
And I'm sharing these numbers with you because one, I want us to really normalize money conversations and stop pretending that we don't care about money or stop pretending the money doesn't have any effect in our health and our wealth, in our emotions and our ability to grow as entrepreneurs. We need to decolonize wealth mujeres. Now, let's dive into today's episode, which I am very passionate about the trauma of money, not because it feels good, but because once you overcome that trauma that is holding you back from creating generational wealth, you are going to be able to save your first 100K. And when I'm talking about savings, I'm not talking about just having the money in a traditional savings account without a purpose, okay? So I'm going to dive into that as well. Now, what I want to share with you is my personal story of how I was able to find out that I had the trauma of money. Because I didn't know I had it, by the way. I didn't even know there was such a thing as the trauma of money. So I met my trauma in 2019 when I was expecting my daughter, my second daughter. And I was so afraid to disclose to my boss that I was expecting another kid because with the first child, he gave me such a hard time. He said some things verbally, said things to me that really broke me. And so I was terrified of sharing with him again, how I was now expecting another child. And how I met my trauma was when I was having a conversation with him. And he said to me, wow, Lucy, you are now one of those women in the company with that problem. And I was very terrified to hear these works for someone who in the past used to call me a very audacious leader. Now, why is it that his works really had a huge impact on my trauma? my identity, my self-worth, all of these. And that is because growing up, I was exposed to a lot of money conversations and money situations that my little self couldn't really comprehend or understand. And I was also told growing up by one of my love family members that I wasn't going to be a good mom. Like growing up, that was the narrative for me, that I wasn't going to be a good mom because I was always that, that revenge. Like by the time I was 19, like I was expected to get married, I was expected to have kids and I knew that I had a bigger purpose. I didn't know what that looked like, but I was just feeling that there was something else for me out there in the universe waiting for me. And so I was very defiant and I was constantly told you're not a good daughter. So therefore you're not going to be a good mom. And when my boss told me this thing about when you're one of those women in the problem with a company because you're going to be a mom. That really brought up a lot of baggage for me, mujer. A lot, like to the point where for the first time in my life, I felt that I didn't know who I was. I felt like my my college degree, my hard work, my dedication, my loyalty to a company didn't matter. And I was really lost. Like I'm currently coaching some younger Latinas that are like, Lucy, I don't know what I want is in life. And I think that part also needs to be normalized. You don't always need to know what your next move is going to be because what if you are going to be building generational wealth by just being you? I mean, I'm getting a little bit emotional today, by the way. (laughs) And so that's how I met my trauma. Now, I want you to understand the importance of embracing your emotions and embracing that maybe there is some heavy things that you are carrying right now 
within your body, within your mind, within your heart that are really holding you from creating the life that you want. I have some clients that are first generation Latinas. I have some other clients that are immigrants. I have some clients that are DACA recipients. And for all of them, their money story is so different. For some of us, we are our parents' retirement plan. For some of us, we feel responsible for our parents' happiness. We feel responsible for providing for our parents financially. We have so much privilege that our parents don't have, and that feels heavy. And here's what I'm going with this. What I have learned as a first-gen wealth builder is that I am not responsible for my parents' happiness. And that, I remember thinking that and feeling so guilty. Like, how dare I to think that I'm not responsible for my parents' happiness? Like, they sacrificed so much for me. They came to this country with nothing. They left so many things behind. There's so many things that they have to face, so many struggles that they have gone through. And how dare I to think that I'm not responsible for my parents' happiness? But that is absolutely true. You are not responsible for your parents' happiness. And whatever decision or sacrifice they made, you are not responsible for them. And so if you truly want to help your parents and acknowledge their sacrifice, you need to start taking care of your own health and your own wealth. Once you embody your new identity of, yes, I'm someone who wants to create wealth, then you can give more to your parents, to your sister, to your brother without feeling like it's an obligation, right? And so addressing those money emotions that you are trying to put away is so important. In fact, I remember coaching one of my clients this last month, and we were talking about the emotions that are coming with her moving heavy savings into investing. And I don't really recall how the conversation played, but I remember her telling me like, oh, it's just nothing. I'm just going to let my emotions go. And I said, no, mujer, like we have to talk about your emotions because they are valid. And you can have all of the strategy to build wealth. You can have all of the strategy to build your own business, but if you're not addressing the root cause of what is holding you from saving your first 100K, that is going to come up. And it comes up with you wanting to be a perfectionist. You wanting to make sure that you have all of the degrees before you take action. It comes up with you saying, it's just another day in business. And it's no, it's not another day in your business or in your career. I have some of you that are mujeres that work in a corporate setting and you're like, oh, this is just how things are. And no, this is not how things are. Wealthy people are addressing their emotions more than any other people. People that I know, they are making time to slow down and think about what are the things that are holding me back? They spend so much time not only addressing their trauma if they have it, but also addressing whatever is keeping them from taking action. They ask themselves those questions, right? Busy Mujer, if you are ready to embrace well building as a first-gen professional through stock market investing or online business, I would love to support you with that through my private coaching. It is the most intimate way for us to work together. You will be fully supported with weekly calls, worksheets, and everything you need to create the money systems the mindset, and of course, the vision that you need to create a legacy. 
this is what past clients have said about working with me. One of my clients said, best investment ever. You exceeded my expectations from the first call and until the end. Another client said, before working with Lucy, I was paralyzed in making decisions about my finances. After working with Lucy, I have learned that money can be simple and fun. Another client that I help with private business coaching said, Lucy is a badass Latina who helps you with limiting beliefs, money mindset, operating a business, and of course, learn about stock market investing. So if you are ready to work with a coach who understand what it's like to want more, I would like to invite you to apply to work with me using the link in the show notes. Now, let's get back to the show. And so let's say that you want to indeed save 100K and you're like, okay, Lucy, but give me the strategy now because you've been talking about mindset and now I want to know what is happening. And so the first thing that I want you to know is that when you're thinking about saving your first 100K, I don't want you to just say, okay, it's going to be in a checking account or saving account and the money is just going to stay there. That's not how we build wealth over here, mujer. And so the first thing that I want you to do is is I want you to think of your savings also as your investments. So La Cultura has taught us the savings is only money that we don't touch, right? I want you to start thinking about your savings also as a combination of your savings and your investments. And once you have the goal, you need to take the first step, which is you have to open a high yield savings account to deposit your first $100. That's the first step. You have to take a line action. Don't wait until you have a thousand. Don't wait until you have 10,000. When you have a hundred dollars, that's more than enough. That's the first step. So once you have that, I want you to rename that account. So it's not reading one, two, three, four, five. It's actually reading my first hundred K. And I remembered making this audacious move, by the way, after I left my corporate job, because when I didn't have a hundred thousand saved, I had $2,000 saved. And I remember thinking that's a lot of money, right? Because I've never, I was never good at savings. I was never taught how to save. Like I was always taught to live in the moment, right? And so once you have this account and you rename it, here's the next thing I want you to do. I want you to do math with your phone. And if you are saving 100K, I want you to divide that by 12, okay? And that is going to give you the money that you need to save every single month, okay? So this is 8,333, which you're probably thinking that's like close to five figures. Yes, it is. But here's what I want you to know. I want you to think about how can I create more income streams with the skills that I already have. And I know the income streams have not been normalized enough, but here's what I'm going with this. And I'm going to, sh- I'm sharing my journey. Okay. When I left my corporate career, I only had one single source of income. Then I went through the process of addressing my trauma, addressing why do I feel the way I feel? Do I have any inner child wounds that need to be addressed? And for me, I had a lot of abandonment weight wounds 
because my parents divorced when I was literally born. Like I was born at 8 a.m. And by the time, I think 10 a.m. or so, my mom decided that she was going to leave my dad because he was abusive physically and mentally and financially to her. And so my mother decided to leave him. And so I had a lot of abandonment wounds from my dad. And then from my mom's side, because she was always working, trying to provide for us, she was never around to fulfill my inner niña needs at that time. And what I learned is, okay, what kind of work do I need to do to heal those money wounds? And some of the work involved me hiring a therapist. Some of the work involved me doing some self-coaching, even doing mirror work, which I used to think that was the craziest thing to do, right? Like I had all of these, right? Because mental health is also so stigmatized in our community. And so once I was able to understand what are the areas of my life that I need to work on so I can increase my income and create the $8,000 a month, I was able to say, okay, I have this knowledge from my corporate career in terms of like leadership development. I coach people in the past. It wasn't called coaching. It was called managing, but I've coached people in the past. I have this knowledge that I gain in terms of understanding how investing works. I was running a business. I have ideas of like marketing, how marketing works, how accounting, all of these, right? And so based on that, I was able to reinvent myself and create a coaching business that now I have. And I was able to even get my creative side to come back. The creative side that was very strong growing up that I let go because we moved so much the identity that I let go because I was this top executive that needed to speak and look a certain way. But for me, healing those money wounds really allowed me to say, I can be whoever the F I want. Like I'm going to reinvent myself. And I've been able to create multiple income streams within the skills that I already have. And that is what I want for you. I want you to embrace addressing the trauma, embracing the fact that you do want more money and also embrace how you need to take a line action. And once you're doing that, you're going to be able to save your first 100K, charge for your worth if you are an entrepreneur or negotiate your salary if you are someone who lives in a nine to five. Now, you're not going to be the first one who is going to be, okay, I'm going to wait for these high yield savings to grow my money. The next step for you to save your first 100K is understand how investing works, okay? Because on average, the stock market has returned 7% historically. It is mathematically impossible for you to lose all of your money in the stock market. And this is why I'm so passionate about teaching mujeres the importance of leveraging different investment accounts. So if you qualify, opening a Roth IRA is going to help you get closer to the 100K. And in case you're saying, okay, Lucy, but that account is for when I start viejita, for my future self. No mujer. With a Roth IRA, you can withdraw money from that account after five years. And if you have the goal of buying your casita, you can also use that account for that. So decolonize the belief that investing is only for the future because it's not. So that is the second account. And then the third account will be opening a taxable brokerage account that is going to help you grow your money. So when you are thinking about saving your first 100K, 
Don't just think of, okay, voy a poner poquito aquí, poquito allá. No, you have multiple accounts that are working for you to get to that goal. And once you get a taste of the first dividend pay, that's when your money makes money, you're going to see, wow, I'm making money without having to work. But addressing your childhood trauma, your immigrant trauma, your money story is so important. And all of the mujeres that I coach, even sometimes they're like, oh, Lucy, I don't have trauma. No tengo trauma. Let's teach me the strategy. We all have trauma, mujer. Even if you had a parent that was financially stable, we all have it. That is part of the first-gen experience. And this is part of who we are. So I want you to embrace the fact that for us to build well is going to look different. Now, if you are interested in working with me, let me know. Send me a DM. Just say, Lucy, I listened to the podcast and I'm really ready to save my first 100K. And again, I don't want you to think about like just saving because you're going to be saving and investing your first 100K. So thank you so much for listening and I will see you soon. If you are looking for additional resources to help you start your wealth building journey or online business, make sure you check out our blog at sayholawealth.blog. Until next time, stay safe, stay strong, and stay inspired. On the Say Hola Well podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general informational purposes only, and it does not constitute legal accounting, tax, or other legal advice. Listeners should not act upon the content information without seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professionals. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liabilities with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liabilities for errors, inaccuracy, omission, misleading, or defamatory statements. Usage of this podcast and associated content constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer.